We're talking about infatuation versus love. What is the difference? Is there a difference? Can you tell the difference? Was there a time where you thought you were in love, but actually it turns out you were just infatuated? It was just a crash. Um, or are those things not as easy to spot? Give us a call on 11 Your SMS is on 31702. And if you were infatuated, how long were you infatuated for? Did it last a few months? Did it last a few years? How did you realize it was infatuation and not love? Joined, as always, by our resident clinical psychologist, Dr. Kosi Gianni. Dr. Gianni, as always, good to have you on the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good. Great to be here, as always. Yes. So we're talking about infatuation versus love because at some point Ooh. all of us can say um no i was just infatuated it wasn't yeah. real love or it was just a crash uh it wasn't yeah. love and we often get told to look out for the real thing love is the real thing infatuation is i guess the cheaper alternative it looks like <laughs> it can sometimes feel like it but it's not yeah. is that true though what is the difference between love and infatuation are we just did we just make either one up uh, but or are there actual differences between them yeah i think those those two words suggest to us that there are dynamics of perhaps commonality but also difference so if we if we look at the word infatuate it's actually a verb and to infatuate means to infuse with to saturate with and so when we bring it to the relational space, we are talking about being, being possessed by, being consumed with, you know, the magically idealistic excess of attraction, right? It's, it's words that we use. We talk about puppy love. We talk about being swept off our feet or being captured by the wave of, of, of emotion. And the thing about infatuation is that it is you know it is unreasoning it is unadulterated it is its own consuming force right it it's it, it doesn't know it doesn't respect any any logic or reasoning right it is untempered unfiltered it is raw um and 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 then you know it can evolve into what we would then refer to as as emotion and i'd say love is when infatuation or even just attraction goes to school mm. in other words it is it is tempered it, it grows up a bit yes it is chiseled it is it is sobered by the reality of our own and the other person's perfect imperfections and so i mean often we hear that love certainly physically chemically presents in a certain way so you know the dopamine the oxytocin the serotonin those kind of feel Mm. good that buzz that you get does in fact well firstly is that true does love you know do that to our brains and by extension our bodies does infatuation Mm. do a similar thing or do the same thing or does it function very differently why is it that sometimes we can't tell which is which? Am I infatuated? Am I in love? Yeah. So 
it's because again the the two are, are connected to each other so i would say you know we often use the exp- the, the expression of umlilo amapepa you know mm. and that newspaper fire literally it's just like it's it's that animation right um and yet it doesn't last when it is there it is a consuming force right that it is characterized by animation and the other analogy i would use that speaks to the connection and yet distinction between the two is is the the, the analogy of the wave and the ocean and so when you think about a wave you know the immediate picture is that dynamism it is moving it is animated it's full of energy like you know it's that saturation it's consuming right and and as the wave evolves into the ocean it is part of the ocean right it moves into the ocean it evolves and grows into the ocean um which means that it it merges with a certain energy that gives it the formidable depth and stillness and yet you can't say that infatuation is necessarily dead it is as the wave is one with the ocean it is there but it is so but as you say you know it is chiseled it is mm-hmm. it is informed by many realities it has had to navigate the truth of this person whereas infatuation is really just the the, the magical idealism the excess of it um, that has not yet been um, you know tempered by the realities of your own self as well as the other persons. Can you be infatuated for long? Because often there's this idea that infatuation, like you said, is like a fire you make with paper. It will burn Mm. very bright, very quickly, but Mm. it will also die out just as quickly. But is it Mm. possible to be infatuated for a while? Because it also sounds as though infatuation is great for... it, It doesn't demand very much. You don't need to, you know, like you say, uh, infatuation at some point must go, you know, it must become chiseled. It must. Mm. And and that probably requires, you know, the kind of boring work of a relationship, the Mm -hmm. kind of honest, Mm -hmm. vulnerable. The the day to day. Yeah. The the ordinary Mm. stuff. Um, Whereas, you know, if you are in the puppy love, the infatuation, the, you know, the newness of it all. You don't have to deal with that. And so can no. you stay in that new, fresh, uh, it feels like, you know, like butterflies. Can you stay in that stage mm. for a long time and not do the other thing, which is not as, perhaps not as exciting, but it can be deeper and more meaningful, but mm. it's not as exciting. So can you be yeah. in infatuation for a long time? I think I think you can. It is a, a, a matter of degree to which there is balance um, within the, that excitement uh, of being in love with a person and still kind of, you know, when you see them, you still get that, that special feeling as opposed to, um, you know, your, your familial love as when you see your sibling or other people or friends even. It will, it will always need to have a sense of specialness that distinguishes a boyfriend or girlfriend from a, an, any other friend, right? Um, so, it, and I don't want, and, I, and, I, and I, generally there's that sense that we kind of knock infatuation. We have to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And it isn't necessarily always infatuation. So you can have a sense that 
I am attracted to this person, but I'm not necessarily consumed by. And you will hear some people talk about their relationship uh, where one would say, oh, it was love at first sight, you know, and and the other says, no, it wasn't like that for me. You know, I was attracted to this person. It grew in a slow, you know, calm in informed way as opposed to another that perhaps started with a high but has had to be tempered to be sobered up and also grow into something more as we use the word mature right because it is it has been chiseled it has had to navigate the vagaries of of life with this person it has had to figure out who this person is and still say yes I know this and that by, you know, parts of this person. I know the shadow and not just the glowy um, side of them. I have had to deal with the deeper recesses of this person. I've had to, to contend with disappointment, with conflict with them, with some frustration, with anger and shock at some of the things I've said or done or not done or not said, you know, and still feel yes you know as the invitation would say can you stand in the fire with me mm-hmm. and not and not and not shriveled out from fear or pain and so on and still say yes and That's, as you speak mm-hmm. about you know uh, you, uh, kind of wanting to move from you know i guess this like new often it's very passionate um mm. and you know quite um you know almost like uh, it's like rabid um, because it's new and you're excited and to kind of moving to a different phase that almost yeah. makes me think of our as humans the preoccupation with the honeymoon phase so yeah. often this idea that um you know when a thing is new like a marriage you go on honeymoon you're fresh of the high yeah. of your wedding you're still in love with each other you're attracted to each other both physically you know emotionally they still are very deep often physical connection but over yep. time because you settle you come back from honeymoon you are mm. you know you come back from the honeymoon you're now dealing with traffic you go to kids, work you have to pay bills you have to pay bills <laughs> you're dealing with load shedding you're dealing with yeah. the cost of eggs the honeymoon mm. ends and now you are in the marriage and yep. there is this idea that for many people the the honeymoon ends and that's a bad thing but is yeah. it necessarily a bad thing that the honeymoon Not at ends all. Not at all. And, and people often use this, this expression, you know, or even people when people go on holiday or something and they say, oh, that's over. We are now back to reality. If that's yes. not reality, mm. you know, whereas it was, it is its own reality and it is a necessary reality for that matter. However, the thing is, it is now having to weave itself into the otherness of life. It doesn't exist outside of those things that we have to contend with in life, which are not as exciting, but have to be done. There's laundry that needs to be done. This person snores. They leave the toilet seat. They are middle squeezer of the toothpaste. You know, all those sorts of things. And it is about what does it mean to actually contend with crafting a relationship between two totally different individuals. What does it take of them to build that connection, to figure out what it means to be compatible, to be complementary with each other as they work towards a common purpose or common goal with each other? And so if you are then thinking or feeling as if, uh, is this infatuation 
um, or is this love? What are the questions you need to be asking yourself to try and figure out, well, where are we? Am I kind of in that puppy love, idealistic, daydreaming, which is not bad at all, uh, daydreaming mm. phase? Or am I, you know, back from the honeymoon, dealing with the load shedding schedule um, mm. phase of things? Yeah, and I think generally the earlier we are into relationship, it would suggest that the, the, the bulk of where you are is in the infatuation stage. And it is necessarily so because it is the newness of it. You don't know each other. You don't know this person. You know that you are attracted to them or then in that stage consumed with that attraction to them. You see, you see them through, you know, a glowing lens. And as you continue to engage with each other, and, and, and kind of weave this tapestry of relationship with each other, you will get to be disappointed. You will get to have to negotiate certain things with them, right? Because, so infatuation gets us out of the parking lot of life, you know, your single life. And it says, hey, there's a person, right? It, it does us, it, it compels us to get on the road of relationality. You know, to to embark on this journey of weaving an us, a, a, a we, an our, you know, um, out of these individual two two beings, and yet it is about retaining that individuality, that sense of self um, for myself, and yet to also continue or begin to weave what an us looks like, what our relationship would would look like, uh, what contemplating what a future with this person may be like. Uh, and, and, and we will know there is that felt sense. And, and you ask yourself, you know, what, what pain have I navigated? What disappointment have I navigated with this person? And what has it done to how I felt initially when I didn't know them and, and I was just swept away and, and captured by this wave of intensity um, that, was, that was not informed by, by the reality of who they are, which I then now have to weave into um, my relating with, with them. And, and then do I still, after all that, still say, or where does it place me? Mm. How does, how do the, if we use an equation, how do the numbers begin to move um, either this way or the other, and still there is that constant yearning and longing and feeling and being drawn to. Because, because we can distinguish when people say, I've grown out of. Mm-hmm. You know, and people will say we are two strangers in the night or like two ships passing each other in the night because the, that connection or what we were seeking to build has not grown into something that a deeper sense of connection of intimacy with this person and we we have instead of of growing together we have drawn apart we have become estranged from each other as Mm. such Mm. and you know you talk about uh, intimacy as well and i wonder if there is this i guess moving from you know one infatuation phase or one honeymoon phase to another mm. could there be a signal there that perhaps there's a fear a reluctance um or both to engage with 
some of the other things that would make a connection a bit deeper. Mm. Because I mm. guess even, I mean, we all want to present ourselves well. We all want to yes. be perceived um, in the best yes. light. And yep. the very beginnings of a relationship allow for that because it's still new. Yes. They don't know mm. that you get cranky, you know, when you get hungry. They when you wake up in the morning. They don't know that you're a terrible driver. <laughs> they don't know all of that. Yes. Um, or your fears and your anxieties and the, you yes. know, your traumas and your losses. And so yeah. moving from a thing like that each time means you never have to engage with them. But of course, there is then the trade-off is you never have to engage with the difficult stuff but you never enjoy yes. the intimacy either. Indeed. Yeah, because intimacy is actually an outcome of the things we do, how we experience each other. And I think for me, the perfect example of that dynamic between love, uh, infatuation and love is my favorite Netflix um, series, Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. And we see how couples are brought into these pods and it's all, you know, they've created this space, this ideal space for people to meet each other, to be captured. And they talk about all these wonderful things and, 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 and then they propose all within a space, I think, within 10 days of meeting each other and they propose and it's all on a high, you know, for the most part. And, and then when they then move into the honeymoon phase, some of the reality, you know, the grains of reality start dropping in. And for some people, it ends there, it fizzles out that, you know, newspaper fire, so to speak, or felt fire, it, it, it fizzles out. And for some people, it evolves. They're still intensely, you know, passionate with each other. Still, and, and, and they begin to like each other from a deeper place it begins to deepen it's like planting that seed and it starts to grow into the ground it's so it's it's when love or that intimacy or that attraction so to speak um grows into the ground and it it, it begins to find its seed it gets grounded in the reality of who this person is and and they have now got to navigate all those issues those challenges with each other and come back to a center that 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 holds them together and it either gets eroded or it grows into something richer and hence we get to and it takes the things that you were talking about the vulnerability of my fear of disappointment and so on and and i mean in the last few episodes i was just watching this this one couple and how she brings so much of her insecurities into that relationship and they break up for a moment and yet they come back again you know and and of course within something like that show it's always under the spotlight of cameras and so on and you often hear some of them talking about when the cameras were off you are a different person Mm -hmm. you know and and that's what's going to have to happen after the show they will discover whether it moves from the infatuation of the show and the infatuation of this new relationship into whether it makes the distance into weaving their lives together and walking the journey of life together. Dr. Gianni, as always, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much and have a happy Sunday. You too. That is our resident clinical psychologist, Dr. Kosi Chiane.